Hello everybody, God bless you guys. Thank you for joining this morning. Um, it is nine o'clock Hawaii time. I'm gonna just wait a second and let people jump on. I'm excited for this morning's broadcast. Um, as you can see, my friend Sage Thur is not on with me this morning, but <laughs> but I think he's going to jump on maybe at some point. And if not, um, he's definitely going to jump on in some of the future broadcasts. So this morning, you guys, we are going to be talking about finances. Um, in fact, um, I'm going to take a second and share right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So if you're jumping on, you guys, please take a moment and share the broadcast. Let's do that right now. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's do it. All right. Hi, Alex. God bless you, my brother. Hope you're doing well. Good morning, Marianne. Hi, Alicia. God bless you, my sister. Love you. Bless you there in um, the San Luis Valley. Amen. Uh, so listen, you guys, as I said, excited for this morning's broadcast. We're going to be talking about finances. And I really felt um, that the Lord put on my heart to do a, a series on finances. In fact, he's been speaking to me about it for um, some time now. And so I felt this was the time. Okay, I got to jump on it. Got to do it. And so here we are. Um, and the reason why... I wanted to do or why I felt like the Lord put on my heart is I felt like, you know, there's just a lot of people who don't have an understanding on, on finances and how they work in the kingdom. And so this is what we're going to touch on. And, um, hopefully, you know, by the time we're done with this broadcast, Sage, you're going to be a master at finances. You hear me? I'm going to be a master <laughs> at finances. He's in the Hallelujah. background. He's like... <laughs> Hallelujah. So um, listen, you guys, again, please take a moment to share the broadcast. We're going to start out with some basic, basic principles. So for some of you who are kind of more mature in the word, um, <clears throat> you know, this might be a little repetitious to you, but that's okay. Let it be a refresher. Amen. Repetition um, brings yeah. Say, oh, Sage says repetit. He's going to be my little beep, 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 back to the peanut gallery back there. <laughs> He said repetition brings revelation. <laughs> but um, but listen, you guys, take a moment to share. Um, for those of you who've, who haven't heard this or, you know, maybe like, man, I don't really understand finances, you know, in the way of the kingdom. Then I say amen. Thank you for joining. Make sure you share. Um, and we're going to learn together. Amen. So let's start in prayer. So I'm going to teach. So a lot I'm I'm going to preach too, but a lot of this is going to be teaching. So let's make sure that we that that you take notes, that you get um what's it called? Get a, a notebook, get your favorite drink, get a coffee, whatever you want to get and let's get make sure you get a notebook and a pen though. Amen. So let's start you guys. Um let's start with prayer. Hallelujah. So Father, I just thank you, Lord, and praise you and glorify you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for this broadcast. I thank you, Father, for the opportunity to teach your word, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for teaching us, Father, how to be good stewards of the finances, Lord, that you put into our hands, Father. 
I thank you, Lord. Let every person on this broadcast, Father, receive a revelation and a deeper understanding, God, of how you do finances, Father. And Lord, we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's go ahead and start. So um, on the header of this video, I put on here, so why, you know, kingdom finances and why, why do I give? People are like, why should I give? Why should I, why should I give to the church? Why should I, you know, I don't, do I really need to give? Is it really going to affect anything if I give? Yes, you need to give. Again, we're going to start on some basic principles. Giving, I want everybody out there to say this. Giving is living. Giving is living. Giving is living. That's right, Alex. When he said, when money is mentioned, everyone starts acting funny. That is absolutely right. Anytime you mention money, people all of a sudden got to go to the bathroom. They forget, you know, their Bibles in their car. They got to leave when they do the offering because people don't have a revelation <laughs> of what the offering or what giving is. I'm going to talk about tithes. I'm going to talk about offerings because they're two different things. But let's just focus on giving this morning. Hallelujah. So why do I give? Why should we give? Giving is living. Amen. I want you guys to get that in your hearts. Giving is living. Type that in. But we give because, first of all, it's an attribute of our Father. It's an attribute of Jesus. He is a giver. Holy Spirit is a giver. Amen. So every time, you know, listen, He gives abundantly. So as He gives, we're to be the same way. You know, uh, uh, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave, amen? He gave, he gave. So he gave his best. Heaven gave its best. The Father gave his best. So as we have the attributes of Jesus, that is supposed to be in our nature is giving, amen? We're not supposed to be stingy. We're not supposed to keep and withhold. We're to give just as Jesus, just as the Father gave. We're to give also, amen? That is the attribute of Jesus. Look, guys, it's just like in the natural, uh, you know, just as in the natural, my my daughter, for example, she has some of my attributes. She has my some of my features. She has some of my characteristics, whether it's for better or for worse. <laughs> Amen. But just as she is like I am in the natural, it's the same thing. We are to be like the Father, Hallelujah, in the Spirit, in in our in our new life, in our new creation, being. We are to be givers. That is something that's to be automatic. Amen. We're to be givers. You know, Jesus, John 3, 16, again, God so loved the world he gave. Um, you know, going back at Genesis 1, and if you have your Bibles, you can go there with me. It's If you don't know where it's at, it's in the very beginning of your book, Sage. It's at the very beginning of your Bible. Okay. In, in, case, you're, in case you're... <laughs> Is that like the first page? In case you're wondering, it's the like the first page. <laughs> Genesis 1, all right, so it says, uh, I'm going to start in verse 126. It says, um, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Okay, excuse me. So it's 26 and 27, but so I'll just read 26 for the sake of time. So let us make man in our image and according to our likeness, one of the, one of the likeness of God is giving. Amen. So just as we're created in his image, that's to be an attribute that we are to have is to be givers. Hallelujah. We're not stingy people. We don't keep to ourselves. Amen. We're givers. 
Listen, John 10, 10, it says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and he gave us life and life more abundantly. You know, God is a God of abundance. He gives in abundance just as he gives in abundance. You guys We're to be the same way and give in abundance. We're to be the same way and be givers. Amen. So that's the first thing we give because that's an attribute of our father. And just as he's a giver, we're a giver as well. Amen. That's right. It's in your Bible, Robert. <laughs> I like to tease him. Like, if you don't know where it's at, it's in, in the beginning of the book, okay? <laughs> so, listen, just as the Father is a giver, we are givers as well. That's the first thing. First and foremost, if we're going to be like our Father, amen, we got to be givers. Hallelujah. So, the second thing that I want to point out is, listen, if we don't give you... Listen, the Bible calls being stingy basically evil, it calls it being evil. So let's go from there. Let's go to Ecclesiastes. Amen. Um, because this, this actually, this verse that I want to go to you guys is intense. It's an intense verse, but it's a necessary verse and it's a good verse. Amen. And, um, if you follow us, I like to read out of the, the passion translation a lot because it's amazing, but, um, Unfortunately, Ecclesiastes isn't in the Passion, so we're just going to read it out of the regular. Okay, so I'm going to read it out of the English Standard Version, but this is Ecclesiastes 5, verse 13. If you're taking notes, please take notes on this. Ecclesiastes 5, verse 13. So it's concerning giving, amen, and I just want to touch base with, uh, or not touch base, but point this out because when we're not giving it's to our own hurt you guys a lot of times see the world teaches you that keeping and hoarding up for yourself is the way that you're going to prosper the world teaches you that is you if you keep and you save for yourself that you'll have an abundance That's that right. you'll be Come taken on. care of That's that you right. don't have Come to on. worry But listen, we're not talking about prosperity or finances according to the world. Amen We're talking about prosperity and finances according to the Bible See because Come the on. kingdom operates by a whole nother Ooh. standard the kingdom of God doesn't operate by the uh, the by the economy of the world Kingdom economy is completely different and act total opposite than the economy of the world. And the economy of the world will tell you to save, will tell you to keep for yourself, tell you not to give because if you give, you're going to end up broke. You're going to end up poor. But that's not what God's economy says. God's economy says that the more you give, the more you're going to get. Amen. So when we, we don't give, we're actually putting a stopper and it's to our own hurt. So Let's read the verse. Ecclesiastes 5.13 says there is a grievous evil. The New King James Version says there is a severe evil. A severe evil Ooh. that I have seen under the sun. This is Solomon saying this. Riches were kept by their owner to their own hurt. So I'm going to stop right there for a second. It says there's, there's a severe evil that I have seen. It's riches being kept by their owner to his own hurt. See, when you are keeping to yourself, amen, when you're keeping the riches to yourself, not only does the Bible call it severely evil, it's to your own hurt. It's to your own hurt. So when you're keeping, you're putting a stopper. You're putting a stopper on the outlet from the Lord pouring into your life. Because the Bible says when you give, amen, you're going to receive. When you put out, you're going to receive. Just as you, as, you, as you create an outlet, a flow, 
Amen. Like water, a flow out. God's going to pour back in. So when you're not giving, you're putting a stopper. It's like a, a clogged pipe or a clogged drain where the water can't go down. Amen. You can't receive the water. That's what you're doing. And that's why the Bible calls it severely evil when riches are kept to the owner. It's a severe evil. I don't know about you, but I mean, like when somebody says something or when the Bible says that something's evil, like that's enough for me, but it says severely evil. <clears throat> that is intense. You guys, a severe sage. You hear that? A severe evil. That is, that's crazy. That's intense. When you're a holding? severe evil, when you're withholding, it's to your own hurt. It's to your own hurt. Amen. But listen, when you sow into the kingdom, you are building a heavenly account. See, that's the thing that people don't understand. They get upset when it comes to finances. They get upset when people do offering or when they talk about the tithe. Because listen, they don't have an understanding of what giving is. They don't have an understanding. Giving, you guys, is a part of our covenant. Giving is a covenant obligation. Amen. That's right, Robert. And guess what? A lot of people haven't seen that, uh, Robert. So this is why I felt on my heart to do this. A lot of people don't, you know, don't maybe understand these verses or maybe you're just like, I've never seen these verses. This is why we're doing this so we can see these things together. Amen. And I'm telling you, as I, I've studied these things out, the Lord has been revealing a lot to me myself. Amen. But See, a lot of people don't understand that giving is a covenant obligation. It's a part of our covenant and more than obligation. It's a covenant privilege because all the riches come from Jesus. And Haggai, it says all the silver is mine. All the gold is mine. Amen. Amen. It's all his. So listen, as it's all his, he gives to us. He desires to give us to, you know, these things. He does. The Bible says it pleases us. It says this in Luke. It pleases the Father to give us the kingdom. Amen. And that includes the kingdom prosperity. Hallelujah. So listen, giving is a part of our covenant. And when we sow, we're actually building the kingdom, you guys. It's not that God needs your money. God, come on, it's not like you're loaning to the to the Lord in, in the sense that he needs it. You are loaning to the Lord in some aspects, and I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But... It's not like he's like, you know, can I borrow some money? Can I borrow some money, son? <laughs> can I borrow some of your money? Because, you know, <clears throat> I have all these billions of people I got to take care of over here. And I, I, need, I need a little bit extra. <laughs> That's not what God is doing when he's telling us to give. That's not what he's doing when he's asking us to tithe. It's not like God is hurting for money and he's asking for our money. <laughs> It's to our benefit because it all belongs to him. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to get to our heart. You know, what he's trying to do is he's trying to get us to sow and to expand the kingdom, to get the revelation that it's not about the finances. Uh, you know, it's about the heart. And he uses the finances as an avenue to get to the heart. And our finances are simply a tool to expand the kingdom of God. Amen. So when we're sowing into the kingdom or when we're sowing our finances, we're actually building the kingdom. Hallelujah. We're actually building the kingdom of God. 
you're 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 sowing into your heavenly account you guys that's what you're doing when you're giving your finances when you're when you're supporting the missionaries as the lord leads you when you're 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 sowing an offering into you know the men and women of god uh you know into the church which an offering again is separate from a tithe when you're sowing you're actually sowing into your heavenly account so hallelujah let's go with that let's go to um matthew 6 19 again you guys if you're just joining us please share the broadcast make sure that you grab a notebook and uh your bible and a pen amen or a pen and a paper um so let's go to matthew 6 and we'll start in verse uh 19 matthew 6 verse 19 amen hallelujah say amen if you're there my one live audience. Amen. 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 <laughs> um, amen. So listen. Oh, Lindsay. Th- this whole thing is talking about laying up treasures in heaven. Hi, Lindsay. I love you. Love you, Lindsay. I miss you so much. You guys got to come visit us. Actually, we'll, we need to contact you because we want to talk to you about possibly going your way in May. So, um, okay. Matthew six nineteen. The header of this actually says lay up your treasures in heaven. So, Let's read it. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. And then verse 21 says, for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Listen, I want to point something out with that. Many people look at that verse and say, see, this, this verse right here said, you know, it basically says that that earthly treasures aren't important and I shouldn't be trying to get rich and money really doesn't mean anything. And, you know, I should be sowing into the heavenly account. Well, guess what, you guys? It takes money to preach the gospel. It takes money to p- clothe the poor. It takes money to feed the poor. It takes money to take care of the needs in our community. Amen. To take care of the needs and w- with our brother and sister. It-, it takes money to do these things. And actually, a lot of people use this, this verse as a excuse not to sow or as, as an excuse not to... Um, Maybe be good stewards of our finances uh, or an excuse even to live in poverty. But I'm telling you, that's right, Pastor Boo. Come on, you come on, sir. Don't get me off track. You're going to make me start preaching that. He said, money is not evil. Come on. It, that's right. It's not. And I'm going to address that throughout this whole series because <laughs> this is not a one day thing. Amen. Come on, Pastor. That is exactly it. You hit it right on the head. That's it, sir. Um. This is not a one-time broadcast, amen. We're going to actually be laying out a bunch of di- bunch of different things as we go through this. So, you know, people use this verse as an excuse to be in poverty or to kind of live below, you know, below really what the Lord is asking of us to live, you know. Um, but listen, what this verse actually is about, you guys, it's about you sowing into your heavenly account, and as you give to the men and women of God, as the, as the Holy Ghost unctions you, as you sow into, you know, ministries that are producing fruit as the Holy Ghost unctions you, as you are purposing in your heart to be a giver and giving of your finances, finances giving of your time, giving of, of, of you know, 
Whatever it is that the Lord is asking you to give, you are actually sowing into your heavenly account. See, people use this scripture as an excuse to say, oh, see, riches aren't important. But listen, as you're purposing in your heart to sow, amen, of these things, what you're doing is you're actually building your heavenly account, which is what this verse is talking about. It's saying don't hoard up in the natural just like the world tells you to do the things that you need, but to sow into your heavenly account, amen, to don't hoard in the natural for yourself and try to build in the natural, the heaven, the, 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 the earthly riches, but rather to sow, amen, into your heavenly account through the earthly riches, amen, that's what it's talking about, that's what that verse is actually talking about, hallelujah, using your earthly riches to build your heavenly account, not to hoard up your earthly riches for your own benefit. Because as we, as we read earlier, it's actually not to your benefit, it's to your hurt. So that's actually what that scripture is saying. Amen. So as we're sowing, you guys, in the natural, we're actually building our, our heavenly account. Finances are a part of a building that heavenly account and finances are only a tool that builds your heavenly account. So just say that or type that in. Say finances are only a tool. Finances are only a tool that builds my heavenly account. That builds my heavenly account. And that's what your finances are. Your finances are a tool, amen. Your finances are not to be a master's a master over you. Your finances aren't to master you. You are to master your finances, amen. Ooh, you are on. to have dominion over your finances. You're the one to be a good steward over your finances. You you're not supposed to be, that is exactly right, Pastor Boo. You're not supposed to be chasing the finances and look at, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that and be constantly, oh, I need more money. I need, you know, the Bible says that it's the pagans and in Matthew, it says the pagans do that. The pagans are the ones who worry about where they're going to get their finances, where they're going to get, you know, where they're going to get their, their needs, where they're going to, you know, where they're going to get their clothes or their next meal or whatever. It's the pagans who do that. So we as sons and daughters we're not to even worry about that amen we're to be obedient to the lord our finances are only a tool and that's what pastor abula you know said earlier because people say that all the time oh money money's evil money's evil i'm lord i'm glad i don't have money that's that's poo 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 <laughs> that's that's hogwash that's nonsense you know, oh, I'm glad I don't have money. No, it's the love of money that's the root of evil. It's when your heart is connected to the finances, when you love the money above God, when you when you love your, your bank account above Jesus. That's why what I just read in this verse in Matthew chapter, again, chapter 6, verse 21, says, where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Why do you think people get so upset with the finances and when it comes to to giving the offering, when it comes to giving the message on giving, because their their heart is connected to their finances still instead of the Lord. That's why they get upset because God is actually exposing that their heart is not connected to him as the provider. It's actually connected to their bank account as the provider. And how dare you touch my bank account? How dare you touch my pocketbook? Because that's mine and I need that. Instead of saying, God, everything I have is yours 
Lord Jesus. And what a privilege and an honor it is to give to you, King Jesus, because I know that you're my provider. I know that all the gold is yours and all the silver is yours, God. I know according to your word, Jesus, that you said you provide bread to the sower and, 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 and uh, or excuse me, seed to the sower and bread to the eater, that you give me the ability to create wealth, God. So I didn't do this by my own hand. What I have in my bank account is not by my own hand, God, but rather by yours and by your blessing. And what God does in the giving is he exposes, hey, um, maybe your your treasure is actually your bank account. Your treasure is actually your finances. Um, and that's where your heart is. Otherwise, you wouldn't be so offended, right? So God exposes that through the giving. He exposes that through the offering. Uh, you know, and when we and you know what? I'm actually going to go that. Okay, so I was going to end right this, but we were flowing with it and we're just going to go. So, you know, that's why the, the parable of the of the young rich ruler, that's why it was so hard for him to to give all his riches. So let's go there. I want to read this and I'm actually going to read this in the Passion Translation because <laughs> because I, I love the way the Passion Translation reads. And, um, <laughs> and it's good. So let's go to... Matthew chapter 19. Again, you guys, make sure you share the broadcast. Make sure that you get your pen and paper or pen and notebook. Amen. Because you want to take notes on this and highlight these scriptures. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 19. See, this is why, you know, God uses finances to touch the heart. Hallelujah. That's right, Pastor Boo. He's You're going to get me off to off topic, sir, and get me, get me going on all this stuff. Listen, that's why, that's why. God uses the finances to expose the heart because what he's doing is he's after the heart. He's trying to connect the hearts of the sons and the daughters to him as provider rather than their own hands and their own bank account. You know, in the, in the parable of the rich ruler, let's read it. Hallelujah. Chapter uh, 19, starting in verse 20, it says, but I've, and I'm just going to paraphrase, okay? The the young ruler came to Jesus, called him good. And, and Jesus was like, why are you calling me good? There's only one good, that's God. And then the young ruler said, um, you know, there, you got to follow the command. Jesus said, you got to follow the commandments uh, to enter into the life of God. And the ruler said, I followed all of these things. I followed all the commandments since since birth. I'm, I'm a good person. I, I'm doing everything that I'm, I know I'm supposed to do. He said, I've always obeyed every one of them without fail. But then Jesus said to him, this is verse 21, if you really want to be perfect, go immediately, sell everything that you own, give all your money to the poor, and your treasure will be transferred into heaven. Then come back and follow me for the rest of your life. When the young man heard these words, he walked away angry. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of people in the church, huh? especially when you give a, a message on giving, they get pissed off. They get up and leave. You know, they get angry. They, this young man did the same thing. He walked away angry for he was extremely wealthy. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, listen, do you understand how difficult it is for a rich man to enter into heaven's kingdom realm? In fact, it's easier to stuff a heavy rope through the eye of a needle than it is for a wealthy to enter into the kingdom realm. 
because he had a lot of money, this man had an issue selling. He had an issue with what Jesus said. He had an issue selling everything that he had, amen, and to enter into the kingdom realm. Because he's like, look, Jesus, I, 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 I propose this to you. I bet you that this young man went to church every Sunday. I bet you he went to church every Wednesday. I bet you he knew all the scriptures, obviously, because he said, I've been keeping all these since birth. He said, uh, Lord, I'm a good person. I, I go to church. I, I I, I give in the offering bucket. You know, I even volunteer. I give some of my finances to help the poor when, you know, when they when they go out and they go to the homeless camps on Sunday. I give a little bit. I donate a little bit, Jesus. Um, you know, I know all the scriptures. I've been keeping all this good stuff. I'm a good person, God. And God says, okay, if you really want to follow me, sell all you have and come in and follow me. And he's like, whoa, Jesus, but you know I have all this money. How are you going to add really everything? God, really, you want me to give everything to you? That's what you're requiring, everything? But Jesus, uh, come on, don't I do enough? Don't I, do you see all this other stuff I do, Jesus? Don't I do enough? And God's like, yeah, I'm asking you to give everything because what he was doing, what Jesus was doing, and I'm gonna give you an illustration, is he was trying to connect this young ruler's heart to him because he was saying, look, the, this young ruler's heart was connected to the finances. It's like, okay, say this is the finances. We'll just say that this is the, the, the string to the young ruler's heart. The young ruler's heart was connected to the finances. And Jesus said, go sell all you have and come and follow me. Because what he was trying to do was connect his heart to him. We'll just use this as, as Jesus, okay? My good cup of coffee that says God on it, all right? He says, look, I'm gonna disconnect your heart from this, and I'm gonna connect your heart to this. This is this was the Father. I need you to be connected to me because I'm the life source. I'm the source of all. I'm the provider of all. I'm the one who gives all. And if you connect your heart to me, then I will give you all I'll give you everything back plus more. Cuz he was trying to expose, listen, your heart, your faith, your hope, all everything is tied up to your finances instead of me. Your heart's in the wrong place. But if you disconnect from that and you connect to me, I'll give you all that back plus more. God was trying to reconnect him, hallelujah, to him, but the young ruler couldn't do it. He's like, "Man, I could I, he couldn't give away everything that he had. He couldn't sell everything that he had." He, had, he left angry and sad because he couldn't do it because he loved his treasures more than he loved Jesus. Even though he knew all the scripture, even though he kept all the commandments, even though he went to church or went to synagogue and did everything he was supposed to, he said, you know, Jesus, I'll give you everything. Look at all the things I do. And then when Jesus hit him in the pocketbook, he, he said, no, Lord, I can't give you that. I can't give you that. I, so many times, you guys, how, how many times are we like that? That God, I'll give you everything. Uh, sir, <laughs> I'll give you everything. I'll give you everything, God. But then he says, okay, will you empty out your bank account for me? He, oh God, I can't give you that. I'll, okay, will you give this to me? Oh, I can't give you that. God, I'll give you everything, but I won't give you that. See, the Lord exposes our heart through that. And look, I'm not telling you to empty out your bank account. I'm not telling you that. If the Lord tells you to do it, then fine. Be obedient and do it. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just using that as an example. Amen. I'm just using that as an example. So, you know, the Lord uses the giving to expose our heart. 
And all he's trying to do, you guys, is he's trying to connect our heart to him as provider instead of our finances. He's trying to connect our hearts, amen, to him as, as, as uh, uh, you know, our means of, of prosperity instead of our own ability. He's trying to put our hope and our confidence in him and tie, just like that young ruler, tie our hearts to him instead of our own ability. Because a lot of times we think it's in our own ability, amen, that to create the wealth where, oh Lord, I got to work harder. I got to go get a better paying job. I got to this, I got to do that. Listen, we're not chasing the finances, amen. We're not to chase the finances because the Bible says, that he's our provision, amen, that he gives us the ability to produce wealth, right? That's it. He's the one. All the silver is gold. All the, all the, all the silver is his. All the gold is his. <laughs> it's all his. He's the one who provides it for us. Now, if he's telling you to get a different job, then amen. But if he's not, you don't need to chase the money, amen. He's the one who provides the blessing. In fact, in Deuteronomy, it says, as you're obedient to him in Deuteronomy chapter 28, as you're obedient to follow him and obey his, his word, it says that the blessings, he commands the blessings on you. So that means the blessings actually chase you. You don't chase the blessings. The blessings are chasing you. You don't have to run after, you know, finances. The finances are chasing you. They're running after you. Amen. So we don't need to be doing that. The finances chase us as we're obedient to do what he commands, as we're obedient to give and sow where he asks us to give and sow. Amen. Then the blessings come after us hallelujah we don't need to chase them hallelujah so listen giving is just one of the many avenues hallelujah of, of first of all of blessing it's an inlet that you create for the lord to bless you when you give but it's also another avenue to reach souls and expand the kingdom of god amen and it also comes with benefits when you give. And we'll get into some of those benefits later on in the week. But it's an avenue to reach souls. See, when you understand that giving is a part of your covenant obligation, you guys, when it's a part of your that it's a part of your covenant privilege, amen. You you then it's then it's a joy. It becomes a joy to give because God gave so much to us already. The Father gave Jesus his best to us. Amen. We've been cleansed of so much. We've been given so much. We've been given eternal life. We've been given the blessings. We've been given every spiritual blessing according to his riches. Amen. In heaven, every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Amen. We've been given so much, you guys. So much. It's a joy to give back to him. It's a joy to give something so small as my finances or, or you know, uh, uh, my time or whatever he's requiring of me. It's a joy to give to him. Hallelujah. Because he's already given so much to us. That's, it's not, for Sage and I, we've made it a point that we're going to be givers. We've purposed in our heart that we're going to be givers. And already, you guys, we've given away tons of cars to people. See, I'm not teaching you anything that I'm not living. Sage and I live this. We, you know, last year we actually gave away more than we, we took in on paper when we were doing our, our taxes. 
We gave away more in finances than we actually took in. I don't know how that's possible, but I want to do that again and exceed that this year. And we're well on our way. I can tell you that because already in the first month of January, we've given away more. We've given away actually half of what that what that it was that we gave last year. So, you know, I expect to far exceed that this year. And it's a joy to do it. We give away as the Lord unctions us. You know, the Lord has asked us to, to give alabaster boxes and break alabaster boxes before him. And we've done it. We've given and we've given and we've given. And guess what? We've always been provided. God has always brought it back in because as we have given, we've created that outlet for him to pour back in. Amen. And when you give, not only are you creating that outlet for him to pour back in and keep things fresh that the water wouldn't be stagnant, but listen, you're also, you're also expanding the kingdom as you sow, as you sow, you're expanding the gospel. Amen. As you sow, you're meeting the needs of people. Hallelujah. And what a blessing it is to give you guys. What an honor and a privilege it is to be able to do that. Amen. Can I get an amen? Can, man, you awfully quiet back there. This is good. Amen. This guy awfully quiet. I didn't get no hoop, no holler, no amen. Whoop, whoop. amen. This man be preaching. I'm the one make, trying amen. to make the most noise. Okay, thank you. Amen. Come on. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get, I, I'm gonna have to like purchase myself one of those fake clapping machines. I'll just hit the button myself. <laughs> woo! Exactly, my live studio audience. I'm woo, gonna hit the woo, button myself. <laughs> Listen, you guys, when you purpose in your heart to give, I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong. You cannot outgive God. You cannot go poor giving. Amen. You, you will not go poor in your giving. You can't go broke through giving. You can't outgive God because he's always going to give in abundance to you. He's always going to give an extravagance to you. He's always going to, he's always going to pour back in and give to you. When you give, you can expect him to repay you. Amen. Listen, and the Bible actually talks about, so I mentioned earlier, lending to the Lord. When we give, hallelujah, amen, he repays us. You know, Proverbs 19, verse 17, and I'm actually going to go to that. And these are scriptures that you guys can, can write down and reference. I want to give you as much scripture as possible because it's important that we see th this through the word and that we tie this to the word of God, amen. Proverbs 19, 17 says, he who has pity or he who gives, um, the Jubilee Bible translation says that he who gives to the poor lends to the Lord and the Lord will pay back what he has given. See, when you give, you guys, that's what, that's a, a part of the reason why we give, not only because it's the Lord pours back, but listen, we give to meet the needs. How are you going to expand the kingdom of God? Amen. If you don't have something to give, yes, it's good that you go and you preach the gospel, but it's even sweeter to those who are in need where, where you say, 
Hey, what do you need? You need groceries? Okay, let me buy the groceries for you. You need, uh, you know, boots, snow boots for your son? Hey, okay, let's go to the store. I'll buy them for you. It's my, I'll, I'll go and I'll bless you. It's my, my honor to do that. And you know, I just want to tell you, you know, that it's only through Jesus that I'm able to do this. He blesses me so I can bless you. And then you have an opportunity to preach the gospel to them. You have an opportunity to preach, amen to those who are in need, hallelujah, and bless them in that way. So listen, it's faith in action. That's right. So listen, as you give, it expands the kingdom. As you give to the poor, the Lord pays back to you. Amen. We don't keep to ourselves, hallelujah, but you give and you can, you can't go poor giving you guys. That's the backwards thinking. That's, that's, the world's thinking that's what the world teaches you oh if you give you know listen if you give um you're be careful be careful because you you might give to your own hurt you use might wisdom. You, you yeah you use wisdom because you know you got you got a family too you got to take care of yourself too you can't go poor in giving, you guys. You can't go poor in, in giving to the poor because it says right here that the Lord will repay you all that you give. Amen. That's the only place in the word that I see that you're actually lending to the Lord is when you give to the poor. But it says that he will repay everything that you give. Amen. So, you know, that's the backwards thinking. The world tells you that don't give or, you know, giving to the poor. Well, you don't know who, what they're going to use that for. What if they use it for something else? What if they, you know, what if they, what if they take advantage of your finances? No, if the Lord's asking you to do it, be obedient and he'll repay you. Amen. It's not your responsibility to figure out what they're going to use it for. It's your responsibility to be obedient to what God is telling you to do. Amen. And it's up It's up to them what they're going to do with it. That's between them and the Lord. You release it with no strings attached and you let the Lord do what he's going to do. You just be obedient. Amen. So we can't go poor in giving. The Lord will pay back when we're giving to the poor, when we're sowing into the men and women of God, amen, as the Lord unctions us. We can connect our faith to those seeds and we can expect a return on that. Hallelujah. We can expect a return on that. So we can so, grow and sow more. So we can grow and sow more. That's right. So listen, you guys. In all these principles, I kind of was just touching on some basic, basic things like why you give, why should, why should I give, why, you know, what's the purpose of giving, why? Well, the purpose of giving is because that will, first of all, it's to your own hurt, as we read in Ecclesiastes, now I'm kind of doing an overview, a review on what we've gone over. It's to your own hurt if you're not giving. You know, Ecclesiastes 5, uh, you know, 13 says that it's, a, again, it's a severe evil, the person who keeps the riches to themselves, and it's to their own hurt. So when you're keeping the riches to yourself, it's to your own hurt. The Bible calls it a severe evil when you're not giving. Amen. So that's the first thing. That's the first reason why you should give. But the other thing is, that's an attribute of the father. And as sons and daughters, we take on the character of our father. Hallelujah. We take on the character of our father. And as he is, so are we. As he gives, so do we. Amen. And he gives joyfully. 
to us. He gives in abundance to us. As he gives in abundance, we should be the same way, you guys. We should be the same way. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. And it says that in the book of Acts. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And that's true. I mean, what? it's nice to receive stuff. Yeah, it's nice. But how nice it is is it when when you see the need of a church member or when you see the need of a, a brother and sister in Christ who's like man I have this bill my heat they're fixing to shut me off and you're like hey let me take care of that or they're like hey I need groceries or whatever you know and you're like hey let me take care of that how good does that feel to be able to take care of those needs amen hi Tiari I love you it feels so good. It is It is more blessed to give when you're able to meet those needs in your community, when you're able to say, hey, let me take care of that. Let me take care of that. Let me take care of that need. Amen. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. You know, and a lot of times in the church, we have this, um, this leech mentality that it's like, the church is there to serve us. What can you give me? You're looking for the, ne the next like blessing. Oh, Lord, put it on somebody's heart to, to give to me. Lord, put it on somebody's heart to, to you know, sow into me. Yeah, fine. That's all good. It's fine for people, you know, that people sow into you. It's good to do that. But when that's your only mentality, it's, it's lopsided. It's off because you should always have the mentality, God, how can I give today? How can I bless somebody today? Where can I sow today? Where can I give today? Who can I? You should be like a like a Holy Ghost radar. Your radar should always be going every day, every day, going do, 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 do. who looking, you know, looking for that person to bless, looking for that person to give into, looking for the men and women of God to sow into, looking for a need in your community that you can give to, amen, that you can meet. You should always be looking. We shouldn't have that leech mentality where it's everything is there to serve me. You know, the people are there to serve me. You know, how can I make money off, off of whatever, whatever. You should always be looking to give because I'm going to tell you, and we're going to touch on this, First of all, you can't go broke in sowing and giving. Second, if you want to get out of poverty, it's through giving. You want you don't you don't pray your way out of poverty. You don't fast your way out of poverty. Those are good necessary tools, but concerning poverty, you actually sow your way out of poverty, you guys. You got to give your way out of poverty. I and I'm telling you, the that's why I'm telling you. The the kingdom of the world, the economy of the world will tell you something else. It teaches you something else. But the economy of heaven and the kingdom of God is backwards to the kingdom of the world. So it feels counterintuitive. But if you want to get out of poverty, you actually got to sow your way out of poverty. You give your way out of poverty. How do I know this? I know this with myself. Amen. I know what the Lord has done for me. I've seen the miracles in my life. I've seen what he's done in my life. I've seen what he's done in Sage and I's life. And I'm telling you, he broke us out of poverty through our giving. Amen. Through our sowing. Hallelujah. So, you know, if you want to meet the needs of other constantly, you got to sow. If you want to be able to give, you know, to your community at a greater level or meet the needs, how cool would it be that you're, 
church is looking to expand and maybe they're needing, I don't know, $10,000 to expand to meet the needs of the community. How cool would it be for you to say, you know what? I'm going to take care of that. I, I, let me take care of that. I'm going to take care of that. Amen. But it's getting to that level through sewing. Okay. I'm getting a little bit off topic. We're going to get into all that later on in the week. As God is a giver, we're to be givers. That is his nature. And we take on the characteristics and the attribute of our father. Amen. I don't know about you guys, but I purposed in my heart, I'm going to be a giver. And I believe that every one of you guys have, have purpose in your heart today. Amen. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching this broadcast. That you are going to be a giver. That you are going to be an extravagant giver. Just like your father. Amen. Can you imagine if God <laughs> was was stingy, you guys? <laughs> Can you imagine if he didn't, he never if he, if he didn't give? Sage said he would have never sent his son, and that is true. Can you imagine that? He would have never sent Jesus. Can you imagine even if he did send Jesus and he's like, okay, you know, now that I've sent Jesus, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, uh, today I'm just going to give you a little bit of love because, you know, I have all these other people that are asking me for love too. And so I, 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 I can't give you all the love because I got to take care of everybody else. Can you imagine that? He's like, oh, I'm just going to give you a little bit of love today. Or if he was like, well, you know, today I got to give, I'm just going to give you just a little bit of forgiveness. You know, you can't get all the forgiveness because I have, you know, 7.2 billion people in the world that are asking for forgiveness right now too. So, you know, I'm just going to give you a little bit of forgiveness today or, um, you know, maybe just a little bit of mercy or a little bit of health today or, you know, a little bit of this. I can't give you all of it because I have all these other people I got to take care of. Can you imagine if Jesus was like that? I think, but thank God he's not. Amen. He's not. He gives an abundance. He's a God of exceedingly abundantly above. Hallelujah. And just as he is, we are to be the same way. And so I just want you guys to say this with me to say, Today, say Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. I purpose. I purpose. In my heart. In my heart. That I'm going to be. That I'm going to be. A giver. A giver. I am going to be. I'm going to be. The best giver. The best giver. And I will. From this day forward. I am from this day forward. Gonna always be looking. Always be looking. At how I can give or bless. How I can give or bless. Others. Others. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. See, we gotta have that mentality, you guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I feel that many, many of you. See, Robert said, I'm starting today. Many of you, hallelujah are purposing in your heart. And I'm telling you guys, as you purpose to be a giver, as you purpose to give to the Lord, as you purpose to give to those around you, I'm telling you, you're going to start to see an increase of what comes in. Amen. And But don't because give just for, 
But don't give just for, oh, just to get. That's not the mentality. It's to give because, again, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen? And it's because it's a joy. Because you're showing the love of the Father to those around you. You're showing an attribute and a characteristic of Jesus to those around you. Amen? You're doing it because uh, of your love for Jesus. And uh, see, all of this, we're going we're gonna to touch on this in obedience. Amen? Do it, do it in obedience to his word. But listen, as we touch on this, I'm going to talk about uh, a covenant giving because listen, all this comes through a place of covenant, you guys, out of a place of covenant love and covenant relationship with Jesus. Amen. And this comes out of a place of love with him. You love him. So you, so you want to give, you love him and you know, he loves people. He loves souls. So as he loves people and souls, you're, you love people, you love souls and you want to give to people. You want to love on people through the avenue of giving amen because as good as, as good as it is just to preach to them how much more wonderful is it to be able to meet their needs in practical ways as well hallelujah so as as he is amen we are as well as that's his character and his nature we take on that same character and nature and we give as well hallelujah so he's a God of excess. He gives in excess. And when you give, amen, you're displaying the love of the Father. You're displaying an attribute of the Father. And not only that, you're securing, when you give, you're securing your heart, amen, when you're obedient as he asks you to give, you're securing your heart to him instead of the, 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 the finances, instead of of the earthly treasures what you're doing is you're exchanging that connection to the the earth the earthly the earthly treasures the finances all these things to him there's a there's an exchange that happens there's there's a a a, a connection that happens you're exchanging the connection here the confidence in your own ability to create wealth the confidence in your bank account the confidence in your finances you're exchanging that to him to his ability to provide for you to his ability to to uh, uh, to create wealth in your life to him as the source of everything you're exchanging your heart connection to him amen and you're securing prosperity in your life in all avenues you're ensuring a painless prosperity in your life as you give that is what you're doing as you give hallelujah so I encourage you guys, be obedient to what God is asking you to do. Be obedient when he asks you to do it because when he's asking you to sow and when he's asking you to give, it's because he always has a harvest in mind for you. He has a harvest in mind for you. Amen. He has uh, uh, something in mind that he wants to do for you. Amen. And you can't outgive God. You can't go poor in giving. Amen. So be obedient to what he tells you to do. And I encourage you guys. Amen. To give, to be givers. Look at who you can bless today as you're out and about. Have that mentality. God, 
Where can I meet a need? Who can I bless today? What man or women of God can I sow into? You know, whatever, what, however that looks for you, ask him and then be obedient to do it. Amen. And listen, I can't give a, a, a whole giving message without giving you guys opportunity to sow as well. So I'm going to give you guys that opportunity to sow. Amen. Um, and, and listen, I'll ask the Lord, ask the Lord, if he would have you. sow. ask the Lord, if he would have you. sow into the ministry, we're fixing to do, you know, some outreaches here in the community. And again, you know, it takes finances to reach souls and to bless the community. So ask the Lord, if he would have you. sow, or even if he would have you. sow into this word, amen. So, um, if he gives you something to give a say, amen, I say, amen, and be obedient to give it. So on the header of this video are different avenues, you guys, that you can sow, amen. Um, and actually it's I'm going to them yeah, sowing, yeah. Releasing into their heavenly account. Yeah, absolutely. It's about releasing into the heavenly account, you guys. So listen, uh, if the Lord, if the Lord has you, you know, ha has something on his, on your heart, if he's placed something on your heart to do, then be obedient to do it. Amen. And, um, and do it. So listen, you guys, we're going to cover a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm trying to stay focused because there is so much, so much when it comes to, uh, finances and, I get going and I start thinking of all these different things that I really, really want to lay out and I really want to get into deeper concerning, you know, tithing, concerning, you know, offerings and different kind of offerings, the, all of these different things. Um, and when you tithe, what it does, I mean, there's just so much to it. So, um, we're not going to get into all that today. We're going to continue this series throughout the week until we're done. Amen. Hi, David. And so listen, you guys, be a blessing today. Be obedient to what God is asking you to do, whether it's with us or with another ministry or whatever. I say amen. Just be obedient to do it. Amen. That's the key is being obedient. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. So when you're willing and obedient, it's because he has something in store for you. You're going to eat the good of the land. So do that today. Be a blessing. Amen. And I'm just going to pray over you guys. I'm going to bless you and then we'll be back. Hallelujah. So we'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow at nine o'clock, tomorrow at nine o'clock with a guest. Okay. So father, I just thank you Lord for this word. I just bless Lord, every person on this broadcast, Jesus. I thank you father for uh, just the opportunity to sow and give. I thank you, Lord, that it's you who provides seed to the sower and bread to the eater, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that, Father, the prosperity comes from you, Lord, that, Jesus, it's you who gives us the ability to create wealth, Father. And I thank you, Father, even throughout this time, throughout this series, God, for releasing, Lord, um, supernatural, heavenly kingdom uh, strategies, Father, to create wealth, to create finances, Lord, for each person, God. Lord, that you would give them supernatural ideas, supernatural business ideas, Father God, uh, to, to create uh, finances, Lord, to create uh, income streams in their life, Lord, to fund the gospel, God. I thank you for that, Jesus. And I bless every person. I thank you, Father. May they get a deeper understanding, Lord, of finances as we go throughout this 
this next week, Father. I thank you for that, Lord. I bless every person in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Listen, you guys, we love you. Share the broadcast. We bless you, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Amen. Bye.